Aloha, party people. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 106. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at TandawaiUSA.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at TandawaiUSA. On this episode, we drop in on the battle for the island of the Gargantua's Art Show to chat with Tom Laura, Ken Rizik, and Susie Mosher, three of the featured artists from that show. We learn more about their respective art backgrounds, their work in the show, and engage in a spirited debate about the current and previous states of controversial art and artists in both the past and present. Make sure you stop by Made by Millworks in Long Beach, California to catch this exhibition before it wraps on November 2nd, 2008. If you're a fan of lowbrow and pop culture surrealism, I think you'll enjoy it. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. And if you did, hit that subscribe button. Subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. Shares on your social media pages are always appreciated. And if you'd like to help support the show... Go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on the donate button. Every donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this podcast coming to you every week. Okay, strap those seatbelts on. Here we go. Tom Laura, Ken Ruzik, and Susie Mosher. So, <laughs> so it's battle for the island of the Gargantuas. Battle for the island of the Gargantuas. So there you go. That's that's Tom Laura. The, we have our friends here: Big Toe, Ken Ruzik, <laughs> Big Toe, Ken Ruzik, and Atomic Kitty Susie. And 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 I, so here's the thing: I've been chasing Susie. No, yeah, the, I'm know, mad about follow up. That's, <laughs> that's totally me. <laughs> I like to be elusive. Yeah, yeah. And I finally got her on the show, right? She had to be in this art show with you guys. So yeah, get her on the show. yeah. So you got her on the show, but she's with these other idiots. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so there you go. So how how is the show going for you guys so far? Are you selling pieces? Uh, yeah, it's been good. Um, so Ken and I started doing the show five years ago. Five years ago? Six years ago? Something like that, yeah. and uh, not the gargantuan show. You're just talking about well, the, the yeah, thing the you guys do. What was the first show? Oh, the called? concept, really, Clash of the Titans, and and the idea was that as artists, we were we didn't want to get caught in our the ruts that we're in. So the idea was that we would pick a bunch of different themes. Does and that happen a lot? Do you guys get yeah? You guys hit that writer's block, well, I guess, or that creative block. It's not no, really subject matter. Yeah, it's not really pulling from the same kind of creative pool incestuous too. yeah it can get a little, so it's sometimes nice to step out of your comfort zone and, yeah. and really have to conceptualize something yeah. that uh, goes beyond you know tiki or Polynesian pop and you can or, apply that later too, or, the genre. Yeah, or yeah. even your yeah. or even your comfort zone and uh, the other thing is as you know professional artists we a lot of times go where the money is so sure. uh, so if, if people are buying tiki art from me I'm going to continue to do tiki art which i love but you know it's fun to that's an interesting back on the hot rod thing or what whatever. is is that hot rod stuff what you like to paint most mm, well 
What kind of art would you consider? I consider you a lowbrow artist. Yeah. I mean, I consider myself a pop surrealist. Okay. Whatever that means. You know, uh, uh, popular culture. Yeah, and then and then just riffing on whatever you know my inspirations were. So if from money my were no past. object, what's what's the subject that you would prefer to paint the most? I'm doing exactly what I want to do with my life. Uh, <laughs> it's living, the path of least resistance. Living I, the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, uh, but um, I thought you painted nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ken Ken knows me better than I know myself. I I would be sitting on a beach drinking beer and. And surfing, you can monetize but that, yeah. yeah, if I could figure out a way to monetize that, but but you know, art is a way to do that. But anyways, let me let me get back. Let me get back on track. Okay. Because we follow the money, yeah. a lot of times we're not. <laughs> you picking that up? <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm getting it. A lot of times we're not. You know, it, it, and it's putting me in the mood. Yeah, it's distracting me from Tom right now. <laughs> He's trying to get us point across. That's okay. <laughs> Whenever you're finished, Ken's Barry White. I'm Barry Whiting. Anyway. In order to keep our uh, creative creative juices flexible, it does. That sounds creepy. Uh, Flexible flexible juices. The idea. Flexible flexible juices. juices. Uh, The idea was that we would pick these different themes and riff on different ideas. Okay, so flexible themes. After we did the first year, the second year we added Doug. And then we we worked with just Doug a couple of years. Was it just you two no, then Doug. the first yeah. time? It was just us two, and then we added Doug. We had like a dozen subjects during that time. Oh god, it was stupid. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was stupid in the amount of work that it was. Oh, but uh, anyway, so long story short, here we are six years later. Oh, you're on candy too. We did, well, yeah, I, we did one with candy with Brad Parker and now Susie. Mm-hmm. Our and honorary gargantuan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we did one in Australia. We did one in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. How do you guys pick your themes? How do you guys do that? Uh, so we sit in a room it's and fun. we yell at each other. Hash it out. Yeah. Put it we all in a hat. Save one for a wild card. Yeah. We all put our dream subject or yeah. subject we had. Oh, really? Yeah. Ken, Ken just yeah. about murdered me on the wild card this year. Is the dream subject always like way off from what you guys normally do? Um, we did our self portraits one. That was one of them. The one we did this time was Sid and Marty Croft from Tom, which is brilliant. Oh yeah, so but kind of I don't see Sigmund the Sea Monster up there. What are you talking Unless that yeah, is that Tom's. supposed to be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's supposed to be Sigmund. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. that was a little. Yeah, you should get a title first before <laughs> he you. Looks make like, like he looks more like he looks more like Ratfink. Well, it's well, a toe yeah. version of yeah. Sigmund. Yeah. Okay. And we waited for a long time to reveal that wild card because... Yeah, it took me a while. Well, because Ken... Because Ken was losing his he mind. He finishes his pieces so fast that we had to, oh, like, hold yeah. one out yeah. just to kind of, like, let us catch up a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. You just stick. <laughs> now, I was telling Tom earlier that every time I come to one of you guys' shows, I'm always blown away by the talent. Like, I forget how good you guys really are. Oh, just because, like, you. we just hang out, you know? And then when I see all this stuff, I'm like... Man, you guys are like the real artists. It's like awesome stuff. Oh, thank you. No, I wish, Just I like wish a I, podcast to us. We, this is what we bring to our friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I had deeper pockets because there's a bunch of stuff that I really like. Not just here, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can do better than unzip that. Unzip it and roll it out, Ken. Not yet. Uh, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I, I think that this is a uniquely 
a good group of artists. Susie yeah. really complimented a, the yeah. the group really well. I think so, so too. I would Saw agree with that. Sachi and Susie. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned a lot yeah. from these guys. And uh, <laughs> now, did you sit on the art jams? You sit in the art jams with them too. I only got to do one. Yeah, an really. honorary one, kind of. Yeah, because yeah. it was more like a signing, but we kind of. Played like a art jam too. Yeah. So. yeah, but Ken's got a great studio, and I can just see sitting there oh, yeah, yeah. being really, you know, conducive to. Well, you know, like sketching. The last time I was at Ken's studio, and I just saw everything up on the walls. I just thought, oh my god, all it's- those unsold pieces. <laughs> were they all? Were they all in shows before? What's that? Were those all in shows before? Yeah, I usually have one or two shows, and I just kind of retire them. Oh my god! It's a great creative space, though. Well, it's I like thought that dream I, I like that one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, it's total. You should go in like Price is Right and style and just. <laughs> it's the it's the consummate like uh, you know uh, what would you call that? It's what you would picture an art studio yeah. to look like. Yeah. Yeah, it was almost an extension of the shows we did, you know, because we were doing the art jams and we just kind of started all thinking of the idea of doing these shows. And, yeah, you know, it kind of was born from that, mm-hmm. from that just kind of getting away and having a support group. Yeah, yeah. And going back really quick to working with these guys, it's been so great, drama-free, and I, I really think that they've elevated my art as well. Like, they've oh, really good. challenged me in, yeah. in the most positive ways. So, so. they say, like, yeah, if you're playing it. a Thank sport you. or if you're... <laughs> If you're playing a sport or if you're whatever it is that you're doing, you always want to go with people that are better than you because they Absolutely. bring you up to their level. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. What, what What's your favorite piece that you did here in the show? Oh, uh... Wow. Yeah, ask her which of her children she likes the best. Yeah, because yeah. it's for different reasons. I think... Okay. Um, well, no, I mean, that's a fair question, right? Mm-hmm. Because... No, it is. It's just... I mean, you, you can't tell me that you don't have a favorite. No, I don't have a favorite. Oh, you're such a liar. You don't have a favorite? <laughs> No, I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I love your wood burn. Really? Yeah. Uh, Ken did an amazing wood burn. I, I mean, I have gorgeous. a favorite of the pieces that these guys did, but to ask me to pick among eight paintings that I just finished is that's super hard. It's a little too close still. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. In my college days, I did take some art classes, and I have dabbled in art in the past. And I have favorites. I, there's stuff that I've done where I've thought, oh, that's a piece of trash, you know, and, and no one will ever see it. You know, then there's stuff that I'm really super proud of. Yeah. So, I mean, it's human nature, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't like everything that I create. No, no, it, it, absolutely, that's absolutely true. But when you condense it down to, we've all done hundreds of pieces. And when you try to distill uh, uh, an eight, you know, a, a sh- a sh- eight piece show that you've done, in the, in the last three months mm-hmm. and, and try to yeah. pick one from those eight. You know, that's such a... It's an intense amount that's of work. A t- yeah. Okay, all right. So I, I understand that perspective. But I, but yeah, I still want the answer. I've got an answer. I've got an <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah. Um, I think the Krakatoa piece, which okay. is the first one from our shipwreck. Yeah, yeah. that's that awesome. Theme, uh, just because it was something different. And it's, it's got all this dots next to it, too. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, see. Well, so fucking Susie. Fucking saw, too. <laughs> it adds to it. It's a little outside of, you know, tiki in general, but I've always been fascinated with the, with Krakatoa and just to really dive into that, like, Javanese art style. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Um, and then I struggled with that. That took a long time. And then there's something like the This Is Not a Mai Tai, which from the surreal piece instantly knew I what, it, what I wanted to do for yeah. that. And it's, it's exactly what I wanted it to look like. So those are both so my let me favorites. Ask, <laughs> let me ask you what I asked Tom earlier. 
if you weren't painting the topics that you paint here, like mm-hmm. if money was not an object, what would you paint? Oh, I would do this. Same thing. Yeah. Same Ken, thing. you'd yeah. still be on a tiki tip. I'd paint clowns. You paint clowns. Yeah. Lots but of you have you painted clowns before? Lots of clowns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ken's <laughs> Ken's clowns Even are erotic. yeah. Yeah. Take Ken's, them to that Ken's secret room and his Ken's studio, erotic clowns is are a secret room. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's yeah. There's the erotic clown room. He didn't take you into that. Too. The what? Wait, the, only the, bed, only the, the dead cheerleaders see that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. The bedroom though is that what you call the before they're room? dead? I, I've seen the bedroom. That's where the magic. That's where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. Lower now. Yeah, it's a little bit of a maze. A little space is a little bit of a maze when you walk in. You're like, all right, do I go left? Do I go straight? Do I go right? And then yeah, if never, you go never, left, never go left. If you go left, it's like <laughs> it, it like takes you down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You, you know? don't want to go left. Yeah. That's my reference library. <laughs> yeah, the, well, so and Ken's killing. library, when I saw his library, I thought, oh, my God, I want to have a library like this. But so I have like my own kind of books that I like to collect, too. But I'm resisting really hard because the, the mug thing took over the house. Yeah. And I don't want it at the library to do the same thing. Choose your space take. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's got to be I, – I, you can't like have all of it. You know, you oh, got to pick something. Books on tape. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but you can't have art books on tape. <laughs> no, no, someone describing yeah. a piece of art to you for exactly, inspiration that yeah. doesn't work. She's, the Mona Lisa seems to be almost smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where's Doug, by the way? Golden boy. We're, we're not at liberty to say. Golden yeah. boy. <laughs> so golden boy. Uh, it's actually his father's ninetieth birthday or something like oh, that. So he's okay. in Arizona. Oh, I thought it was his. No, it's not Doug's ninetieth birthday. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, funny. Golden Boy. Uh, Golden Boy. Yeah, Golden Boy had to. Uh, that's 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 what they call him. I have some kind words to say about Doug. Oh Jesus, Ken's getting out his notes. Oh, here we <laughs> go. Gross notes. Doug, let's pull out the bullets. Yeah, here we go. Don't tap that too. Doug's an inspiration to every young person that wants to be an artist. Hard work, perseverance, and discipline. All the things you need when you lack talent. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, and he leans into the. Yeah, I need a I need a, a symbol. <laughs> hey remember he was doing that last time? Yeah. Doug was? Oh, that's hilarious. Hey Philip. Hey. Aloha. It's Philip Mart, the our our, our generous uh Sapporo yes. oh, uh, sponsor. Nice to meet you. Aloha. Cheers, cheers. Aloha. Thank you again. Fantastic shirt. That is amazing. <laughs> I like the humu humu nuku nuku wapua'a on there. Well, let me see. Where is There's it? There's a Moorish oh, there tang. Right there. yeah. Oh, look at that. And the pattern matches the pocket. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Philip doesn't fuck around. Oh, yeah. He's totally engineered on that print. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, very nice. Oh, there's a cock, there's a well, well, I don't know what they call it in Hawaii, but in uh, uh, the Seychelles they call the one at the top left a kakatoa. That's a that's a, a parrotfish. Yeah. yeah, because it's got a beak. Right. Yeah. It's that's what they call it in kakatoa. Yeah, because I, I have like cockatiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're underwater, in when the they're seashells. eating, it sounds the, like no a Seychelles. That's crunching. Yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Have you ever eaten a parrotfish? No, they're delicious. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> they love it. They eat them. They, they make them in the Cook Island. They, I know. I was yeah, gonna they say. They serve them in the Cook Island. You're the only one that I know that's traveled farther afield. Well, no, I take that back. The uh, the the Lori the the Lonnies as well. They've also yeah, the traveled farther over, yeah. afield than I have. Yeah. But yeah. aside from you two, oh, so you know, it's funny. Is like I was this week. We've been farther up the river. We've already been planning next year's trip. Yeah, and. Stephanie and I were going to do um, three weeks in the Philippines. 
We're going to do like a week with my family, a week with her family, and then a week in Palawan, which is this resort island where all the all the beautiful pictures and all the stuff you see in postcards and wallpapers and oh, stuff. Oh, nice! Take it in Palawan, and we had this like heart to heart about our budget, right? Oh and shit! So this happened just like last night. So we we're at dinner, and she's like, she's like, "What do you think?" I said, "Well, what do you mean? What do I think?" She's like, "Let's just be realistic. Like, just realistically speaking." Think about our budget and what it's going to cost, and did, can this realistically happen for us? And of course, I was stretching it. And I was saying, "Well, yeah, if we did this and if we did that, like all these things had to fall into place so that we could realistically have three weeks off, mm-hmm. three weeks worth of play money, That's and hard. three weeks worth of like resort time yeah. and all that kind of stuff, right?" And she's like. She says, you know, we might end up just having to go back to Raro again next year. <laughs> and she was serious, right? And I, and, I said, and I said, I wonder what the kids are going to think. <laughs> and, and, but but I, what I meant by that was, oh my God. they're going to be like, oh, oh, shucks, Dad, we have to go back to the Cook Islands. Oh. So. <laughs> Poor children. <laughs> well, the thing poor, about it, poor uh, neglected children. The thing about it, because we, we've gotten to cook so many times, we just we know how to do it cheaply now. Yeah. So we know um, where the expensive stuff is, where you know where the excess money would end up going, and we yeah. can avoid all that. And then, so you know, it's a live like a local trip, right? Where there are things that we cut out, and then you know, and we have friends there now, and you know, so there's people we can see and stuff, and kind of know how to how to do it on a budget so have you done a podcast segment about that about like your well i'm working on it because mm-hmm. the last time i was there there was a bunch of people i wanted to record with and that ended up never happening it ended up like hey let's have some drinks oh there's my new mug let's have drinks out of the new mugs and then i wrecked the rental car uh oh, like there's all this stuff this that was happening yeah. i know so all this <laughs> stuff is happening and then then when it was time to go home i said to steph oh shit i didn't record anything so I, I said, well, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to do like a synopsis and I'll talk about the island and the culture and I'll feature some of the our friends that are their musicians. So like one of our friends there is Rudy Aquino, who is one of the original Ali'is and Don and Ho and the Ali'is. And he, he played for 30 years at the, the, the Hilton in Kanapali in Maui. And then he retired to Rarotonga. And I wanted to feature him and have him on the show it just ended up never happening and i saw him like multiple times that week went to his shows went to this bar went to that bar wherever he was playing you know and sat down and had dinner like right we're always like his guest right he's like oh sit right here i saved this table for you you know at a reservations only five-star resort right so we'd sit up front and we'd be like his guests like whatever oh nice whatever we wanted to eat all that kind of stuff and i ended up not not recording with him. So I thought, well, what I'm going to do is feature his his music and all that kind of stuff in an episode and talk about, you know, Cook Island. So, uh, but, you know, it, I have to put it together. So it's not as easy as when I record with guests, then I have something to work with. This one, I have to actually piece a whole episode together from, you know, this and that, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, plus you're on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm not really thinking about it. I had, I had to remember... When I was in Maui, because I thought, oh, I have to do something while I'm out here because, um, you know, that way I can take advantage of the tax write off and all that. So, yeah, invariably, when I was traveling to uh, the South Pacific, I was always on business. And even this last time, it was business. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so last year when we did the, um, 
the gargantuous tour in, in Hawaii. California Castaways. You know, I was just, I was stoked to go to the Big Island with Ken and Doug. But we had, you know, a, a, an actual commercial purpose. So what Ken's doing is is the Howley Shaka. Oh yeah, the Howley Shaka. For, for our listeners that don't know what a Howley Shaka, it's a middle finger. It's a middle finger with your thumb out. So. Oh, to your thumb out. Okay. We learned that from the locals. Yeah, it's a kamaina thing. But uh, no, but we had a we had a uh, we had a we we did some. Some some snorkeling and some cliff diving, and we went to the pl- we went. Oh, I saw the picture of you jumping off the cliff. Yeah, that was pretty spectacular. Someone needs to tell him to stop the, eating chocolate the, cake. The sea, I got some photos the sea of bear butt crack that are classic. Action shot. Yeah, it was a great. But no, look, the walrus. I, I, look, cliff I know diving. I'm giving him shit, but like, no. I, I look just like him when I take my shirt off. So, but uh, show me like wallet before. You is jump. that big toe? Like, yeah, no. I know. A sea bear. Sea bear. Yeah, no. <laughs> you do. You look like Mr. I know. Like no, I know. I know. And peed on the baby. So you know the problem. What does that the peeing part come in? <laughs> the problem that I have is I have a sweet tooth. Oh you know, yeah. Like I'm addicted you know, to sugar. No, I, whether it's co- a cocktail, I like I lean on the sweet side of the cocktail, yeah. and then every time I have something to eat, I always, I always got to have dessert. It's it's bad. You know, and I swear, like, you know, when people say, oh, you know, it's easy to lose weight. It's a lifestyle. Stop drinking rum. It's a lifestyle. It's not it's not temptation or it's not bullshit. It is temptation because I every fat person knows how to lose weight. They all know that you have to eat right and exercise and all that. But, but you know, when I go and order food, it's it's hard to when I when I I know what I'm supposed to be eating. Yeah. But it's hard to. can, is it, po- stay, is it, is it possible to eat so a sushi without Sapporo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it is. But I support body shaming, full on. <laughs> Ken does. <laughs> yeah. Ken body shaming, any physical deformity, you know, anything. I just turned 50 this month. What? And, I, and oh, I've been... Happy birthday. Oh, half a century. Wow. I know, right? And I, wow. and I I've actually was looking forward to it so that, you know, if I'm like being lazy, I'm 50. <laughs> so what? We're finally like a little bit overweight. I'm like ah, I'm 50. I don't give a shit. I'm done. Yeah, it's yeah. a good excuse, right? You can use it for anything. You know. Oh man, I and remember. Then I get the AR, ARP thing in the mail. 50, you, know? you know, people get oh, pissed off yeah. when they get the ARP, and then they post yeah. a picture of it on Facebook, and yeah. and I'm like, dude, it's early bird dinner. Bring on yeah. the discount. Yeah. yeah. Between that, my AAA card. Yeah. Yeah, life is good. Right? <laughs> Bring on this the discount. Fascinating podcast. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. We're all getting A-R-P. older all the time. The oh, wait a second. We're supposed to be talking about your art, right? <laughs> Do we want to talk about the show anymore? Yeah, let's talk about the show. Oh, hey, I, I, I had a, I have a funny anecdote. Um, so, a, a couple years ago, we had a friend open a tiki bar in Spring, Texas. Uh, Howie's, Howie's Tiki. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, he he asked us to buy all of our old flyers for the uh, for the for to put up in as prints in the bathroom. Yeah. So funny <laughs> So I got a random uh, text from Jason Smith tonight or this afternoon when I was getting ready to come down here and he's okay. like he's like dude you're watching me pee. <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> it's just kind of a weird random oh, text to yeah. go. Yeah. And uh, he so he took a picture and and 
I, I've never seen it, but apparently there's this fucking wall of yeah. our flyers you saw that, didn't at you? Howie's. Yeah, I sent him like a Howie's Tiki. Of all the old flyers from not only our shows but from Mojave and whatnot. What's his name? Mark Foros. Oh, Mark. Yeah. So Mark. So Remember so Mark. Name, the microphone picked that up. <laughs> oh. Just so you know. I know. I'm having. I'm having. I'm having a, I'm having a brain name. fade. Tom's fifty. What is? Tom is 50. What is? What is your name? It's funny that you say that because Mike Buen was once at the Purple Orchid, and they have the pages from the Book of Tiki mm-hmm. all wallpapered in the bathrooms in there, and he was had a bunch to drink and. He kept going to the bathroom. One time he looks up and he sees his grandfather smiling, oh. looking down, smiling oh. at him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that was weird. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, well, nice. like Frankie's where they got the, I think it's the same thing. Book of Tiki oh, everywhere. they do that at Frankie's too? Look out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. All right, here we go. <laughs> Steven and Mo just, just rolled in. They just rolled in, Podcast like they own the place. Podcast veterans. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're on the website right now, right? Are you the current episode? Yeah, you right guys now? are the latest you guys are, episode. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we should we should take a break. Thanks, Mo. Mo's, Mo's keeping us on on all right. So, on track. so we're gonna take <laughs> a schedule. break. We're gonna take a break. We have actually an art show here that's supposed to be curated. So yeah, so tonight and I think we have a few people here waiting for us. So yeah, so tonight is the the docent tour, which is which is when we okay. walk around docent and tour. and discuss uh, the the what, how we what our solutions were to the the eight different group uh, themes that we painted. This that, is the. Uh, did that make any sense? Yeah. You got you got there. <laughs> you got it. Right. Roll with it. Roll with it. This is the part where we all get to talk about Doug because he's not here, right? Yep. Yeah. Who? Oh, oh Doug <laughs> the, gold, the Golden Boy. That guy owes us. Yeah, no, money. I know, we know him by Golden Boy. Yeah. Is it Golden Boy or Golden Child? Yeah, you know Golden why Boy. He's called Golden Boy. Golden Boy don't no, 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 no. Don't ask. <laughs> it's the P. Is it P? Is it P again? I'm not saying anything. The Golden Boy of Tiki, <laughs> if you will. Okay, folks. It has we'll nothing be, we'll to be do back. with P. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> if you have a product, service, or event that you'd like to bring attention to, we can help. Imagine hearing your ad in this spot, just like you're hearing this one right now. Sponsor an episode and get the exposure you deserve. For more information, go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on Services. This episode is brought to you in part by Steadfast Pomade. Steadfast Pomade is a strong-holding, medium-bodied, water-based styling product for men and women, which leaves your hair looking slick, neat, and shiny with a clean, fresh scent. Its unique formula allows you to easily restyle your hair throughout the day and washes out with ease. Steadfast Pomade is American-made and veteran-owned, available in original and anchor hold. Get yours today at SteadfastPomade.com. Tame the waves and keep it steadfast. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Tea. Founded in 1961, the Tiki Tea is a family-owned and operated tropical drink bar practicing the lost art of exotic cocktail mixing. Come try their house specialty, the Ray's Mistake, a delicious concoction of botanic liqueurs, passion fruit, gin, and rum for only $6 on Wednesdays until 9 p.m. The Tiki Tea is located at 4427 Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, California. For more information, check out their website, tiki-ti.com. The Tiki Tea, ground zero for tropical drinks. Look at Susie there, sitting there. She's one of the greatest painters of our time. Just ask her. Just ask her. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. That sounds like that Golden sounds Boy. Like <laughs> oh, damn. Susie. So you guys are going to have to share a mic. So, Ken, you're going to have to lean in. Can I tell the pumpkin head That's what, she, that's what she said. No, God, no. no. Don't, if no, you tell it faster... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, we folks. Faster and not. <laughs> we are back. Welcome back to our clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a horse walks into a bar, <laughs> and we're also joined by by Phil from Sapporo Beer. We want to thank Sapporo for supporting this particular show. Thank so thank you so much to be here. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Aloha and welcome to our uh, welcome to the madness. So that was a fun, docent led tour. Thank you. Thank Fun you talk. For, yeah, it's, it's it's weird it's because great. we seem like idiots, but we're actually um, knowledgeable about art. And, well, you uh, know, what, competent we professionals. Know that, we know how to cut and paste, copy and paste. And <laughs> copy and paste. Well, you guys are pretty deep. I really I have a new uh, appreciation. We're, we're, for... Here's the thing about the art, though. You know, like it's all awesome art to me. I, I love it for what it is. But then when you hear the story behind the painting, the inspiration, the meaning, the the influence all those different things it makes it even more cool Mm -hmm. because now there's there's this deep meaning or symbolism there's a story behind it right instead of it's just a tiki you know you're in such a soundbite culture you you deal with these looking at something and then 30 minutes later you want to get refreshed with something else and I think by feeding the content and showing people and sharing with them maybe it helps them get a better uh, grip on art yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I, I, I should mention just real quick, um, until November 2nd, the art will all be offered for sale on the madebymillworks.com website. Good to know. Or, and, and viewable in the gallery, too. People can the, come by during the day. And, and, and yeah. The, yeah, absolutely. The, the closing reception is, uh, is uh, November 2nd, which in conjunction with the Long Beach... Um, Day of the Dead festival, so the art will be up until then, um, and you can. It, there's there's plenty of amazing art that's still available from these maniacs, uh, so you can check it out there. And then after that, um, you can uh, see the art of Susie at uh, is it Atomic Kitty Atomic Susie Kitty. on Instagram? Can uh, Atomic Kitty Susie? Yeah. Can it Ken Rizik? Uh, on Instagram, Kinney. No, no, no. Uh, well, that's your website, kinneyrizik.com. Uh, Big Toe on Instagram and Doug Horn Art on Instagram. Goldenboy.com. Don't go there. Don't go there. Hashtag Goldenboy. And we then, need to get him a shirt that says Goldenboy Productions. Oh, God. Oh, get on that. You guys don't they have those? Designers. Yeah. They do well, boxing. I'm going right they do to, boxing. Uh, to YouTube to look up the uh, Banana Splits reference. Oh, you gotta, yeah, doing the Banana Splits. It's amazing. It's a very white song and it, it just rocks. Like, You're I can't, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> get yeah. up and dance. And a, what a great painting as well. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. And as I said in the tour, as a, you know, 10-year-old boy, the, uh, what are they called? The Nipples. Nipple girls? No. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about the Sid Marty Crofts. No, we are. Okay. What are the girls called? The, the Sour the, Grapes uh, girls? The Sour Grapes bunch. Yeah, the, the sour, sour Grapes bunch made me feel very awkward because <laughs> they were tough chicks that always wanted to beat up the poor banana splits. And as a young boy, I... Uh, you know, res- you side I with them. related to the banana splits. You know, the uh, yeah. wonk, goofy, you know, kid, puffy, you know chunky dudes and and these these fucking rad chicks show up and they're all go-go dancing and kind of want to fight they kind of yeah they want to fight and and it was that's girls yeah Yeah, so so that was my perception of what girls were back then so yeah it was very intimidating you know whenever i see like a a girl that's tough like that yeah 
I always think, oh, I wonder what she's like in the bedroom. In the sack. <laughs> you feel sorry for her eventual husband. Right. <laughs> I pity the fool. I can see her like screaming at me. Come on, is that all you got? Come on. <laughs> so maybe the maybe the sour bunch girls. What are they called? The sour, sour grapes sour girls. Sour grapes bunch. Maybe the sour grapes bunch is the reason that I'm attracted to surly women. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. I thought I it was like surly men. I putting bunch behind the sour grapes. It's a bunch of grapes. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's a bunch of grapes. Yeah. So this show wraps on November 2nd, you're saying? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. So is it like any typical vending event where people wait till the end and then they start negotiating for a better price? You never know. You never know. Like sometimes it's the first night and they just want to snatch it up before yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're hoping so. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've, I've honestly, I've, I, I got, I, I, I've done a show, um, one show in particular, uh, the Dirty Show in, in Detroit, where it's um, all sort of blue art, and the curator called me and he's like, "Okay, so the opening night after opening night, he's like, dude, I've got a guy who um, wants your painting, but." He wants a twenty percent discount. <laughs> he wants to trade like, you a shoe. Really? Yeah, shoe. a shoe. Twenty percent discount, but he'll give you a shoe. And I'm what? A shoe? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm making stuff in up. your butt. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, there's a special place on in hell for people that want to bargain for yeah. original art. Undercut. Yeah, yeah. That's that hurts. Okay. Yeah, hurts. yeah, yeah. Well, the, the nice thing about doing this docent tour too, it's really interesting when people ask a question like, "How long did it take you to paint that?" Yeah. It's a really weird question. I mean, it's not weird. It's a normal question but, people yeah, ask. Yeah, I mean, like people are curious about it's the like process. But there's so much. There's so there's much. There's not uh, like a clocking in, clocking out. Period. No, there's so much thought process that goes into it. Like days of thinking, days yeah. of collecting. You know, reference material, thinking more, Trying sketching work, more. You think about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do more thinking than drawing. So uh, I got a question for you guys about the stuff that's up here. In the shower. I do my best thinking in the shower. Something about the deprivation, you know. So you have all of these different sections or themes for this overall theme, right? So all the pieces that you've done for each of these sections, did you do anything that you started and didn't like and said, oh, I'm starting over and doing something different? Well, I did. Um, well, I know that you did with the black yeah. I started velvet. with the velvet, and it was it just wasn't happening. So I I had I, I spent you know there's twelve hours in you know when well I don't know looking at it now there was probably four or five hours. Are you going to abandon that piece because yeah, I'm I still throw think, it in the trash. Are you really? Can I? Ha- can you don't I think it? that you can, can salvage that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that would be Susie awesome. Yeah, can I finish it, <laughs> dude? Susie can finish it. What if I did? Well, there you go. You guys can flip a coin. You can you can take it away tonight. Oh, dude, that would be fun. You should have you. Sh- what you should do is draw a name out of a hat and have them finish it. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, factory velvets. You know, just one person does one thing and I no. uh, I, I've done collab pieces where where um, I had a friend, uh, Bill Evers, who uh, no, not Bill Evers, Bill McElroy, who uh, wanted to do uh, art battles, and one artist would start it and another artist like, would finish it. Is that it. like breakdance fighting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, one artist would... And, and it's like it, the exquisite corpse. It, it, at different times, we both worked for Genco. Remember them? 
Jemco, yeah. The Jenco, J-N-C-O. J-N-C-O. It was a jeans oh, company. I don't, I don't, yeah, okay. Susie I and I, I were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. that earlier, which it, which it, I told Susie that... I th- well, you know what? Here's the Orange thing. Orange County Fair, they used those jeans for a circus tent. That's, those were like raver jeans, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, they're, they're, they're so they're making a comeback, and they're, they're trying like to get super, Susie to work for them. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I have anything to say. They're still around? Yeah. Well, they're making they're trying to make a comeback. But the interesting the interesting trivia about that is the artist Crayola was their first art director, who's one of my favorite artists. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, why did I bring that up? I don't know. I don't know. We were talking about breakdance <laughs> fighting. Oh, anyway, so so the battle. So uh, did I did a couple that, battles with these dudes, mm-hmm. with him and his crew, and and I would start this beautiful, what I thought was a beautiful you know, painting and spend 12 hours on it. Mm-hmm. I would hand it off to him and he would fucking obliterate all my shit. Oh, yeah, that's hard. That's like wait, 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 wait. Yeah. How, yeah. how, yeah. how do you do an art battle? One artist starts it, like a like a panel that's three by four. And you punch yeah. the guy in the fucking face. You punch face. the guy in the fucking face. No, and then another artist takes <laughs> takes it over and finishes it any way they want. Oh. So they can deface whatever. So, yeah. so, it, so in this case, I had done... So, uh, okay, wait. So these Junko guys are graffiti artist guys. Yeah. Yeah, so I was dealing with this graffiti artist guy. Yeah, so you're dealing with you're you're already out of your league because those guys. No, but the, I mean, seriously, no. the graffiti artists they <laughs> battle on the trains, right? They call right. them throw ups when spray they can. right when they ride right. over each other's. Well, no, work. he was coming. At they it ride over each other's work all the time out on the street. Yeah, no, yeah. You knew this, That's right? True. No, 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 I did. And this never happened to you before. Maybe no. Maybe so so see, you're out of your element of because yeah. that's what they do. That's what they do. That's a good point. That's a very good point, but but still, the first time I had done this, I had written customized in uh, you know Mexican tattoo type, just beautifully across the top of this canvas with a with a hot rod with a wolf inside it. It was a the the, the battle was dog cat, uh-huh. and so I had this I had a wolf and this beautiful type and uh, Bill didn't like it, so he fucking blasted it over with with smoke and just. Essentially obliterated the, this oh. type that I'd spent like hours on. Yeah. So and there was none of it left. Oh no! I mean, yeah, a little bit. You, it was an afterthought. Is it somewhere online that we can see? Uh, somebody in Australia bought it. Okay, but it, did they did they ever take a photo and put it on a I website? I'll, I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it. Oh, to you. I want to see it now. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can find it. So, yeah. Tom, I'm looking at the piece that you did that has the the mines and the floating icon. Uh huh. And I'm a little bit reminded of Roger Dean, who used to do album covers. Oh, for, yeah. oh for amazing. Yeah. We were looking at him and who else? Rodney Matthews, we were looking at just last week at work. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's inspired by, by Magritte, but Roger Dean is a huge influence for sure. Definitely. And whoever did the, the Boston cover art, they, oh, that's, they borrowed uh, heavily from Roger That Dean. would have been uh, Stanley and Mouse. Which that is another? Yeah, Stan. Uh, I'm going to argue with you on that one. Boston? Yeah, wow. it was somebody else, but but definitely influenced by Roger Dean. Do you guys yeah, have? The first one wasn't as well right. rendered as, as a mouse, but the second one was when it landed. You know, it was all like airbrushed and yeah. yeah we're, do you we're guys each Google. have like a guitar Did bodies? Mouse do the ELO one? Yeah. Out of the blue. Okay. Yeah. So you, got, you got those good you like could, heavy you could metal right. skies. Yeah. Do you have, <laughs> each have an artist that? Is like a main favorite or influence ah. of your work. Well, I think we all have Alice touch Cooper. touch points for sure. Yeah, Ken, Ken, yeah. Is, with Ken, it's Alice Cooper. Like it's Alice Cooper. White Fry. Okay, no, I just got into Alice Cooper recently. Susie, <laughs> just um, well, I love the big eye art. I've done a lot of okay. big eye art. Keen, it's by, yeah, Keen, Margaret Lee. Keen. Yeah, I love those so much. 
Tom? I don't know. For me, uh, Frank Frazetta, but then also Van Gogh and um, okay. uh, Rick Griffin. All right. Oh, um, Rick Griffin, yeah. Don yeah, Martin. Yeah, I see Rick Griffin. Don Martin. Yeah, mine, 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 yeah, mine go a little more <laughs> I, w- I was I was waiting for somebody to well, say Golden Jeffy. Boy. Golden Boy. <laughs> He's a friend. Yeah, no, he's, he's absolutely inspiring. That was coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lo- yeah, Doug definitely influences the tide because he's he stands so tall that he he attracts the moon. <laughs> Changes the tides. Yeah. Changes the tides. Yeah. And then uh, Robert McGinnis too was like a. a Come on, Ken. Nobody understands your reference. I just did beautiful work, so okay. I, I'm inspired a lot by that. Okay. Let me ask you a question. As a, I, I'm not familiar with a lot of those names, to be honest with you. I'm just I don't have an art background, but I know that there was like a period with, you know, in the '60s there was a big art movement, right? And I hate to throw these like cliched names out there with Picasso and Lichtenstein and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But then but, you had like Steinweiss and Flora who were doing graphic stuff on album covers and shit like that. That uh, that were seeping into into the whole art aesthetic though from there. Now what are your thoughts about guys like Patrick Nagel and Soriyama? Do you think there's just flash in the pan guys? Well that's that were like, two different yeah. kind of things. Um, the, it, no, in, what I mean is in, that in like, both of their ways, they're all, they're both uh, groundbreaking. And I mean, Soyama, that, there's nobody better asking, than Soyama. That's why I'm asking because, you know, they're, they've almost become like a, a parody of themselves. Soyama? No, well, no, I'm no, saying like no, Nigel. God, no. Like, no, Patrick Nigel, for I mean, example. People laugh. Nagel's dead, so he but couldn't progress. But, but, but there was a time when his art no, was very, yeah, no, very no, 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 no. Yeah, no, he was, he was on point. He was uh, cutting edge for his time mm-hmm. and... And 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 that's your I goal, a, isn't it, Tom? To be I, the Nagel? Well, yeah, when yeah, I no, yeah, the, Duran, of the Duran, Duran, I think of <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Here, right, here's exactly. A, but here's the thing about Nagel. We can't put down Kitsch because I mean, Tiki. Yeah. We are Kitsch. Yeah. Here, here's no, no, a, no, that's all I'm trying. That's here's why I want to get your here's opinion a, about Here's that. the thing about Nagel. He was one of the first ones to make illustration into fine art. So there would be no shag with without Nagel. There yeah. would be that, no... That like, clean graphic design yeah, look. Yeah. yeah. Well, just the idea well, of... You discount Saul Steinberg. You, you discount... Yeah, that, guy's a, that guy's a dick. Ralph Searle. <laughs> you, you fucking... Oh, there's other illustrators that have been... I'm just saying. The 20s. I'm just saying. The idea of taking illustration, which was commercial art, to high art, mm-hmm. is something that Nagel was the pioneer of. And so the fact that there's all these guys that are essentially illustrators that are legitimate fine artists now. I mean, think about... Um, Frazetta did that before, fucking Nagel. Who? Frazetta. The, the guy you just mentioned. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, no, no but, but, but wait, wait, let me finish my thought. Yeah. So Todd Shore. Vargas. Or I mean, what's... Vargas, exactly. Um, Vargas what it, was like, what, 20 years before? Mark, Mark, Mark Ryden. The fact that those guys are legitimate fine artists making a million dollars a year in large part is because of Patrick Nagel. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting that that you want to fight between... me on that. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to break dance fight you. <laughs> dance battle. No, Get up the cardboard. I would, I would love to see a dance battle. Not, not, not a successful <laughs> fine artist. What are you talking about, Arthur Rack Doré? They were amazing, so but were they were they? Su- and it was fucking so much. It, art. No, it was amazing. You're not understanding. They were amazing, brilliant artists, but were they successful fine artists? Yes, Doré was also a painter. So this is interesting because, <laughs> and that's where the argument. Ends up. That's where the argument ends up. No, the reason I'm going, no, 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 this is great. This, with the this is great input because, you know, uh, like you said, he was groundbreaking and in his time, and then 
one day he kind of just became somebody that people ridiculed, you know? And I kind of thought like, well, you know, he does have his place in art history. So. <laughs> sorry, we're distracted. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. We're back. Sorry. Somebody, somebody, was, dist- on TV, somebody was distracting us by buying our shit. <laughs> we're watching art being purchased. And a cute girl shimmying. Shiny things, yeah. Shiny things. <laughs> happy customers. Another happy customer. <laughs> okay, what were you saying? Your lies about illustrators not being well, fine artists? No, no, no. no. Adrian where... Ford Nagel? Is no, that what you're trying no, to say? No, you're missing... That no, guy's you... a fucking fine oh, artist. Oh, God, he's going back to this. You're missing the point. The point is that Nagel made uh, it possible. Playboy. Yeah, but he made it possible well, for, Lee for illustrators. What about Peter Matt? That's right, true. Leroy yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, Leroy Neiman was yeah, a pioneer yeah, too. Yeah. Those guys made it possible for uh, illustrator to be a fine artist. Absolutely. No, they they they, they kept the momentum going. They didn't start it. They it was kept like the momentum a, like a torch going. They passed. Yeah. yeah. Since Arthur Rackham and Doré. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think people Since were. Fucking Posada. I don't think people. I don't think Posada was selling art at galleries. I don't think Doré was selling art at galleries. No, all the, all of the Golden Age illustrators. I mean, their their original. They were pieces. illustrators. Yeah, it was commercial art. And their their original pieces were just junk. You totally Somebody stepped on your story. point. But at the end <laughs> no, no, no. of their lives, they did become okay. fine artists. You, did you want to say? Did you want to well, say just, about it? Like my background is in illustration, and it, there really has always been a divide Low between art. illustration and fine artists. And it's hard too because when you when you make that transition to get people to appreciate the price point between an illustrator and a fine artist, like. That's a really so interesting. It makes a fine art. It's not. It's not an assigned job. Well, that's the thing. It's. It's. Yeah, it's. It's. it's there's no def, There's no definition now but, because but, of Nagel. But I would also argue that there's two different audiences for each style of art. I don't know. I think now it's it's really crossed over, you know, and it's yeah. just exactly. about like the venue. Well, like, like the so venues. Too, that's what Ken fails to understand. Picasso took public invest for investment value, and the other one that invests for possibly. I just don't see the guy that's buying a piece of art from Sotheby's come into a show like this and buying. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, well, no, the, the art world buys what no. is. The art <laughs> no, it's an, that that art is an investment. That's yeah. not. They buy yeah. what well, is so sold that's before. What, that's, that's a money what laundering saying. scheme. This of is the what rich. I'm saying. Then that yeah. there's, there's there's two audiences. There's yeah. a person who appreciates art, and there's a person who just invests in it. Absolutely, yeah. Money like money. like the whole Banksy thing. Now there's a see, there's, there's a market for shredded that. Banksies. You That's know? bullshit, man. Like when I with that, oh, and the value no, just went up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's a prank. It's not art. Well, it's not bullshit, but it's a it's a weird magical prank. Yeah. So so can I can I tell you what? So just last two weeks ago, last week. Uh, Banksy had a painting that sold at Sotheby's. Yeah. And when the gavel hit, the um, the painting started shredded. to shred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my feeling is that that was all set up with Sotheby's. I think yeah. so. Of course it was. Yeah. Because they had to get the painting in there and they had to And then they had it. to power the shredder. And somebody frame. had to push the button to shred it. Yes. And it got that, lawyers like crazy. So that said. So is it art or publicity stunt? That said. That's and, exactly and, 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 how I see it. Well, it was a publicity stunt, but it's brilliant performance art. And the reason yeah. I say that is because. Brilliant, is, shameless. A, brilliant is, a, is a state of opinion, though. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. It is it's not it's a state of opinion. No, fact. it is fact. It's not and fact. And I'll tell you why. Well, uh, it is. Some jerk paid that much money for it. <laughs> no, it is fact, and I'll tell you why. Because um, he only shredded it halfway. He stopped. So you can still see the painting perfectly well. 
And the fact that it's halfway shredded and halfway still there means that it still can hang in a, in a museum. Mm-hmm. And that is a museum piece because it's the first time that kind of performance art has been done. And I got to believe that that art is worth 10 times more than the 1.4. No, no, no. 10 times. Well, that's just stupid. That's a money laundering thing. <laughs> I don't disagree that Fucking it's stupid. People <laughs> buying paintings is a money laundering but, theme. And they brag to each other how shitty of a painting they could buy for so much. But that's irrelevant. The, no, the, not, the, it, the relevant it's point is that it's a, it's a historically significant piece of art, performance art, and it's as relevant as yeah, Duchamp. So was, so was Le Patamain or whatever, that one yeah, guy they, who lit his farts in fucking France. That guy was but like, how do you, but how That's do you not true. Monet, you know, yeah, you it no, because he, it's not monetized. Well, I think it was Groucho Marx who was asking that. us what the, the, the name of the big mammal was, big gray mammal with a trunk. That's an elephant. Or is it? If you feel the tail, it's not. If you feel the legs, it's something different. Mm-hmm. It's a snake. It's a <laughs> oh, a tree trunk. Or a tree trunk. It's all relative. Anyway, Banksy's it's a, a fucking... It's a money laundering Banksy, scam. Banksy, <laughs> hate him or love him or hate him, Banksy's brilliant. Yes. No, whatever. Yeah. 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 I, 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 think I think I'm with Ken on this one. Yeah. It, it's irrelevant it. if, whether you're with Canon because the painting's worth ten times as of much as it was it, worth. Of course it's well, relevant yeah. because it's not worth that to me. Yeah. Yeah, but, but what you're saying is that how I feel about it has it has a museum. What you're saying that how I feel about it is less important than how you feel yeah, you about it. No, it's, it has it I has nothing to do with, with you it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with museums and 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 the arc of art history. Uh, okay, let's just say that well, how I feel about it is less relevant than how they feel about yeah. it. I disagree well, about that. Everyone's opinion is equal. So you're trying to say that's not you, that's you but, but let's Frank, let's look at like Jackson Pollock. It's just like yes. throwing paint at a canvas. <laughs> I'm fucking out of right. this business then. Not Fuck really dimensional or looking at light sources or uh, vanishing points or what, you know, perspectives. <laughs> it's funny that that's not part of the conversation, right? No, what I'm saying is art is art. And yeah. so people look at Jackson Pollock like, oh, that's beautiful. I'm going to have it. I'm going to hang it up in my room. Same thing with Banksy. It was a, a woman holding a balloon yeah. that got shredded. Right. And because it got shredded... Halfway the, shredded. The, 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 <laughs> it was a fucking stencil. It wasn't even a painting, the, really. the value, Yeah, it was a print. The value jumped geometrically. But who's to say, right? Mm-hmm. It's all in the eye of the beholder. There's hey, a special gallery yeah. in hell for those. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, Adrian, I guess my point is that my point, my opinion is irrelevant, too. It's, it's all of it's well, this, equally no, what you were right. saying is what exactly what I just said all yeah. of our opinions are equally relevant exactly. they're all equal you know but it seems but like people with more money have more of a powerful now, opinion now yeah because as, as an artist now, it's a bummer that we can't get into you know a lot of actual quote unquote galleries because they see our work as lowbrow or kitsch you know yeah but that's something we've chosen well you kind of you kind of embrace your people when you you know when you figure out like you could, you could do conceptual art. You've just chosen not to. I have no desire to do conceptual art. So yeah. I want to paint fucking krakens pulling down Hawaiian sailing vessels. <laughs> the kraken. Exactly. You're so good at it. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Um, it's interesting. I, I'm working on a book and... Oh no! Um, Here we go. I've been, I've been Here trying comes the self promo. I know. Well, no. I, I, Everybody, sit down. <laughs> I Tell will. us about your oh, book, God. Tom. You're at the sub, Tom. <laughs> this is this is the self deprecating part, guys. <laughs> it's sad that Doug won't be able to read. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's can, Doug can read. Though. There's lots of pictures. So. <laughs> That's a picture. I don't think it's Doug, in our book. It is, Doug can read. You no, but the point it. was that. What was my point? I don't know. The, the that I was trying promotion. To, uh, but you worked the, the self pr- the, the <laughs> shameless <laughs> self promotion. I, I was trying to decide what my angle was for talking about my art, and my art is all about arrested development. So. You know, it's like how do you how do you try to sell what is basically stupid and sophomoric, you know? So it's like hot chicks and sci fi and thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, aloha. Thanks for coming. <laughs> you package it in in bullshit artistic intellectualism. Yeah, see, I'm not good at that. You're really good at that. Don't your friend, you're a king that at that. Yourself. Your yeah. friend can like phone call away. Just the fact that you brought it up on this podcast shows well, how genius you are. I am a yeah. shameless self promoter. I'll give you that. Oh, did I fix your bus? I love how like we're arguing about art, and he says, "I'm writing a book." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a record scratch. <laughs> oh God! Well, tell us more about your book. Tell us more about. Oh, you're writing a book. Will it be thick? Will there be pictures in it? Hardcover or soft? <laughs> is it going to be as good as Mitch O'Connell's book? Is that one? Well, no, that, that was the self-proclaimed greatest art book ever, yeah. right? Yeah, so right. how can you how can you top that? Is it going to have a soft cover? <laughs> no. Oh. Right. But uh, was there a point in there? <laughs> we just, I don't know if there's a point. It just, it just, we just shamed you into yeah, not talking about, about yourself. About self <laughs> no, it, no, it's fine. It's just. <laughs> it's going to be a great book. I can't wait to see it. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, All right, I so give us copies. I think this Christmas. is a good. I think this is a good wrapping point right here. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta stop towing his tracks. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll keep talking about myself. Me, 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 me. Uh, so, for all of our listeners out there that want to come down and see the show, let's let's get the dates out there and the location and all that stuff. So the show is up until November second. Yeah, uh, the closing reception is in conjunction with the Long Beach Street Fair, which is a couple uh, blocks away. And um, so that'll be the gala crashing and burning and um, in, in last event. And then we'll take it down after that. Okay, cool. But we're on and by Tom's book. Pine Avenue at the Millworks Gallery. We're, we're at yeah, Made, by, Made Millwork, by Millworks. Made by Millworks on Pine Avenue in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. There's still plenty of delicious uh, Sapporo beer to uh, <laughs> to, 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 to drink. And we oh. want to we want to thank our sponsors again, Sapporo, yes, for this please. this particular show. Thank you. So thank you, Philip, and witty dialogue. Okay, so I eat sushi pie once a week, and there's no other beer. I would, I, with 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 I would agree with you. With my sushi, then beer. You know, it goes with tacos and steaks and burgers as well. So. I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't, don't don't good box. when you're looking at Tom's book. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Wait, when you're when you're looking at Tom's book, drink a Tom's book. Name TBA. Published. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, throw out your IGs. My Instagram is Big Toe Art. Mine's a Ken Ruzik. Mine is a Tama Kitty Susie. And should we? Put the Sapporo, Golden Boy. What about the Golden Boy? Uh, go, oh shit! What is this? Uh, hashtag Golden Boy. Uh, hashtag Golden Boy. <laughs> go, Doug Horn Art. Doug Horn Art. Thank you, Adrian. All right, and for Good all your eat. listeners, for all your listeners, have any questions, comments, or just want to leave a shout out, stop by our group page on Facebook inside the Desert Oasis Room, or follow us on Instagram at Polynesian Pop. And fuck you, flowers. <laughs> wow. We love flowers. I love flowers. Nice Come on. Oh. Hey. <laughs> that was big toe, by the way, flowers. All right, people. 
Thank aloha. You, Peace out. Cheers and aloha. Come down and check it out. All right. Cheers. Bye.